0: You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. What is up, Huda Nation? It's Chris Vogel from the Straight Up Saints Podcast presented by Boot Crew Media and DraftKings. You can see the promo code SUS for Straight Up Saints. Use that at DraftKings Sportsbook um, to go on these bets. They have great offers right now. You can bet $1 on either team to score this upcoming week in the NFL and you can win $100 in free bets, pretty cool stuff there from DraftKings. Now, it, there's never a dull moment with the Saints. Doesn't matter if they're winning three games in a row. Doesn't matter if they're losing three games in a row. And that was proven true today because you're sitting there enjoying your Monday, or maybe not enjoying your Monday. I don't know about you guys. I was definitely enjoying my Monday, even though the Saints lost on Sunday. And then you sit there and you get an alert from Adam Schefter, and you're like, oh, let me just pop it up. Probably nothing major." And then you look at it and it says, "New Orleans signs Taysom Hill to a unique four-year hybrid type of contract extension that could be worth." anywhere between 40 million dollars and 95 million dollars depending on the position he plays and it includes 22.5 million dollars guaranteed and the imis- the initial reaction as you would expect is who that nation but not just who that nation NFL media in general to just kind of freak out because you see Taysom Hill's name and then you see 95 million dollars in play and you think oh my god how is he making all that money and you probably freaked out and said damn you Sean Payton or a bunch of other nasty things I'm probably keeping a PG there but It is not really a true $95 million contract. Hell, it's not a $140 million contract that people thought he signed last year that was clearly avoidable contract. So I'm glad we put that to the side. So let's talk about this deal, what it really means, what money he might see from this deal, why I actually think there is a lot of logic into doing this deal, and then kind of my thoughts on it before I wrap this up. Because this will be a quick pod, because remember, guys, tomorrow... I will have a, a preview pod for Saints bills. A lot of content, I would say, this week. We're going about at least three episodes this week, which is kind of wild. But you know what? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. It's a busy, busy uh, week for the Saints. So let's get into the logistics of this contract. It is not a true $95 million contract. It's actually really a four-year, $40 million deal for Taysom Hill. Now, if he were to play quarterback, there are escalators in those deals, incentives, you might call them, and that would allow him to get to said $95 million. Maybe there's a 500K bonus per game. 500K, if the, if he plays at that position, 500K, if they win, there are those type of escalators built into a contract of that magnitude, and that's how it would move up from $40 million over four years to $95 million over four years. That being said... This does not mean that the Saints are giving him a chance to be the starting quarterback. This does not mean that they're opening up the door for him to be a starting quarterback again. This is simply the Saints keeping a player who they value more than most teams would value because they see him as an asset. And I think for that standpoint alone, I get why they do it. But the main reason why I think people should pump the brakes on panicking and asking for Sean Payton's address and whatever the hell you guys are doing today on this Monday afternoon Taysom Hill had an $8.9 million cap hit for the 2022 season without him under contract. That's right. $8.9 million cap hit for Taysom Hill to not be on the team. You're keeping him on the team next year. And I think you would rather have Taysom Hill on the team for $8.9 million than Taysom Hill, not on the team for $8.9 million. If that makes sense to you, because it should. Now, the best part of that is it might not even be $8.9 million Like, seriously, it might not. So what the Saints can do from this is the Saints can lower that cap number. And if they do that, that can open up the door for maybe a little bit more money for Marcus Williams or maybe a little bit more more money to keep Teron Armstead or hell, save some money because they are going to be in cap hell again. I know this is about year 10 in a row of them being in cap hell and they always find a way to get out of it. Spoiler alert but it opens up some money. And if the Saints are going to be aggressive and if the Saints are going to pursue a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers or one of these just really uber-talented quarterbacks that will be available, you're going to need to save money. And this actually, in the short term, can help the Saints save money. Now, I know fans are unhappy. I know fans are going to complain about this. And I get it in the sense that you want the Saints to spend not a wide receiver or a tight end or just a really appealing offensive weapon, and you'll complain and be like, well, why did you give Taysom Hill that money when you could have gave it to someone else? Like, I somewhat get that. But I do think a lot of people, when they read this report, they almost undervalue Taysom Hill. Now, I, again, will say this. I do not think Taysom Hill was a starting quarterback. I do not think Taysom Hill is a franchise quarterback. I think that's all pushed to the side. But I do think Taysom Hill is a very good weapon for the Saints and how limited their offense is what he's able to do in the red zone when healthy, he kind of ensures for a lot of times that you're coming up with seven points as opposed to three points. That's a huge difference. Now, I'm not saying that Taysom Hill is worth $10 million a year. I don't know if I would put him at a $10 million evaluation, but that's what the Saints value him at. And you know what? When you see a guy like Jimmy Graham making $8 million a year, or a guy like Blake Barber making $6 million a year, if you're saying he's a tight end, and man, Taysom Hill has shown he actually can play tight end, but you know there's that added value to him with the power run game and him playing receiver and him playing special teams and him running the football. There's a lot of factors in it. Now, again, I'm not saying he's worth $10 million a year. I'm not saying that. But I'm not going to lose my mind over the Saints paying a guy who had an $8.9 million cap charge next year, whether or not he was on the roster. Does that make sense to you guys? Like, Again, I'm not, I'm not saying that the Saints should have opened up their wallets and broke the bank for Taysom Hill. And yet again, four years, $40 is really not that bad. That's where I'm at with this. Am I leaping for joy? As you can tell, I'm not. But am I sitting here down in the dumps just like crying over it? No. And again, the Saints have done far worse with their money, guys. Uh, Brandon Browner contract, C.J. Spiller contract, Jarvis Bird contract, Cam Meredith contract. There's a lot of bad contracts they've dished out. Andrus Pete. I mean, they've, they've dished out a lot of bad deals. Now, that doesn't justify making potentially another bad deal. But again, I think there's a lot more value to Taysom Hill than people think. Now, I think with him being banged up this year, it really does set you back in what people think the vision is. But before Taysom Hill went down, might I add, you were seeing him make plays as a receiver. You were seeing him make plays as a runner. Remember, I'll pick out two games in particular, the game against the Giants and the game against the Patriots. Big, big focal point of their offense. And we kind of saw what the Saints offense can be when they sprinkle in Taysom Hill a lot more than they used to. And there is that added benefit to it. Now, is he going to solve things for the Saints offense? No, but he does actually ease some of the pressure. And I think that's really important. Now, is it annoying the timing of this deal? Absolutely. Because now all of you guys, including myself, are going into Thanksgiving dinner with our families Thursday, God willing. And you're going to have to deal with questions from them because they don't know how the cap works. And they're going to tell you, why would you pay Taysom Hill all this money? And why'd you do this? And why'd your team do that? And like, guys, just simply explain to them. It's not a $95 million contract. It's four years, 40 million. And we'll see what happens from there. But again, this doesn't change my belief. I recently said on a podcast, I think the Saints are going to be big game quarterback hunting in the upcoming offseason, And I feel that way still after this Taysom Hill deal, it doesn't really change the way I view the Saints direction and where they're heading. Um, But it, it is really fascinating For them to get this deal done now, and might I add real quick, guys, there was a simulated injury report. Saints didn't actually have practice today, and both Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon were listed on that said injury report. Full participants in this simulated, not actual practice, so it doesn't tell the full story. But Taysom Hill full, Trevor Simeon full, Taysom Hill foot injury Trevor Simeon, right-hand injury, throwing hand. Not great for a quarterback for you to have a throwing hand injury. Could we see Taysom Hill start Thursday? Maybe. I'll have more of that on my next podcast episode, which you guys can expect to come out Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. I'll have that out. It'll be the Thanksgiving game preview, because obviously I'm not going to record on Thanksgiving Day. Um, but that will be out, and I'll kind of assess what's going on. It would be fitting for the Saints to start Taysom Hill on Thursday to just scare Saints fans and the NFL world and be like, oh, we paid this guy, and he's going to be a quarterback, which again It's not the case. Just joking. Calm down. Don't punch your screen because I'm on it. That's not the case. So Saints extend Taysomil. True, honestly, four-year, $40 million deal with those built-in escalators to reach 95 mil, although I don't think he'll ever see that money. And it's another way of the Saints getting creative, keeping a player that they want in town for a couple more years while lowering his cap hit next year if they want to, which I would think they would because $8.9 million is a pretty big cap hit. Saints could turn that into a signing bonus and figure it out. You know, Mickey Loomis and Kai Harley are working pretty damn hard even during the holiday season. So that's going to wrap up this mini little breakdown of the Taysom Hill contract extension and why I actually think it's not as bad as you might think it is and the reasoning and logistics behind this. So the Saints are keeping Taysom Hill locked up for the next four years. It helps their cap situation, keeps that versatile player in the offensive picture. And no, it does not knock them out of the Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers chase if they want to get involved in the offseason. And my bet would be they do after seeing what happened this year with the quarterback situation. so That's going to do it for this little breakdown on the Straight Up Saints podcast presented by Boot Crew Media. Stay tuned for more content in the near future. I'll talk about the Saints' upcoming game against the Bills. Again, we're entering must-win territory, as we are every week in this damn NFL. So that's going to be a really interesting game to see how that breaks down and what goes on. I'll have more updates on the injury report. Who's in, who's out. We'll know a little bit more tomorrow when the Saints practice. So that'll do it here, guys. appreciate you keeping it locked in on the Straight Up Saints podcast and stay tuned for more content in the very near future. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast.